Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. As always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe, I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me in studio as well is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you today? Jumbo, Dave, how are you? You know, you know, getting, getting, getting by. It's kind of cold and lousy out here in the uh, in the uh, reserve today, and a lot of know, rain. A lot of rain. It's that it's the rainy season, though. I think so. Uh, <laughs> It's just part of it. Um, we wanted to. We've, we've we've been kind of remiss on the news. We've been kind of dropping the ball in the news and talking about the new stuff and new things that are happening. And uh, so we wanted to just throw in here a new show. We've got a lot to talk about. Mike's got a few things from the rest of the world, and mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of stuff from the animal kingdom. So, and then we got one big story at the end. I'm really excited about. But we'll get to that in just a few minutes. So hang on for that. Let's start with the local news, the Animal Kingdom. Uh, as Mike is always fond of pointing out, we have new food items. Yummy. Yes, he's always big <laughs> on his food items. That uh, now. In your piece that you sent me, you wrote that over in the Harambe Market, and that's taking place at the Market and at the Flame Tree. Right. That over at the Market, they're replacing the gigantic sausage. Is that the corn dog thing? Or yep. what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the corn, so big giant corn sausage with a smaller pork sausage and a piece of naan. It's also a new, uh, I say gyro, but I think others say like gyro or yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know how you actually say it. Do you know how you actually say it? Gyro. It is gyro. I say gyro. Um, f- uh, this one really has me excited. Uh, for dessert, coconut cake covered in chocolate and filled with pineapple coconut mousse. Stop it. I wish they'd just served the mousse. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and the Flame Tree released a new banana maple cake, which you write is too much fanfare. So yeah, I, I heard a lot of good things about so it, although, again... I am not a big Disney dessert guy. No, no, no. I am not either. I, I got to say, there's only a few things that I get excited about. So I, I always, uh, and they usually end up taking them away on me anyway. So there's, uh, I, I, I will uh, withhold judgment until after I have it. Um, the Santuli Canteen is now offering a Santuli Canteen. I can't mm-hmm. say that. I never, I never could say Santuli. I don't I can, know why. Because I'm, I'm anticipating the canteen. <laughs> San can. You know, okay. I just can't do it. It's now offering a combo bowl. So if you want both chicken and beef. And who doesn't, really? Well, I, I just want one of everything on that menu because it's all good. Yes, I mean, everything in that good. place is fantastic. Yep. So uh, and that's the real big star for me with the new Pandora stuff. Um, but apparently uh, other people feel good about the Pandora stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> what else we got here? While we're in this sort of uh, eating Teaser. mode, let's drink. Um, a new drink has been released at the Dawa Bar. Nagumi Jungle Juice. Cocktail is two ingredients. The, uh, the, the, the jungle juice from the Tusker House. Which is actually several juices, so it's really not two ingredients, but that's neither here nor there. With dark rum. <laughs> Couldn't sound any better than that. Um, jungle juice is just, uh, you wrote, a pog juice, passion fruit, orange, and guava yeah. mixed together. Is that the same they do at... Um, yep. I knew, do, they do Ohana? it at Polynesian. Yeah, they yeah. do it at a few different places. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the dark rum will kind of spice it up a little bit, take a little bit of sweetness away, um, which is what it needs, because that, that is way too sweet for a drink. But uh, we'll see. I'm going to give it a try, and I'll have a full report when I see you again uh, after I come back. Uh, so there is more. Wait, lo- you're going again? Yeah, I'm going a couple weeks. Oy, oy. Yeah, All right. I'll be down there again in a couple weeks, and then hopefully a couple months after that. So <laughs> we're breaking a record this year. <laughs> And he, I'm, as I'm sure most of you have heard, I'm there with a three-year-old, and he loves the Animal Kingdom more than anywhere else. If you ask him where he wants to go, he wants to go to the Boneyard. He wants to yeah. go, that's what he wants to do. It's his favorite place, for sure. Um, so I don't argue. Uh, 
Let's talk about Grevy Zebra. We may have mentioned it. Did we mention We did this? briefly, yes. Yeah, so let's did. just mention it again. Um, we had two Grevy Zebra babies, foals, to use the uh, Safari Mike expression. Um, Which is also the proper expression, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. Well, proper, I guess. Uh, Lay was born in April 26th on May 1st. Zuri. Still no roadie. Waiting for roadie. That's not the names of the foals. Those are the names of the mothers. They haven't heard the name yet. We don't get the names of the foals until later on. Uh, They're nursing. So you still have a chance at roadie. They're backstage (laughs) still. They're not on stage yet. yet. Um, And for those of you who don't remember, the, um, the, the herd of... Herd. There was only a f- couple of them. Yes. Grevy zebras is not the zebras you see on Kilimanjaro's Farms. Nope. They are uh, behind the meerkats, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the Gorilla Falls. Kind of, kind of hidden back there a little bit. Uh, yeah. Kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're up towards the front, you can see them pretty good. Mm-hmm. But and they make for a neat little backdrop for the meerkats. But uh, they've been there for some time. This is good news because they're part of a species survival. I'm sure. They are indeed. Yeah, so this is uh, this is a good accomplishment. We always we always want to mention those things when the animal kingdom does that. These are things that other theme parks do not do. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. No, I mean Epcot might participate. Maybe in the Living Seas for the turtles. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I don't know. They certainly do uh, rehabilitate manatees. That's for sure. That's true. We'll give them that. Yep, we'll give them that. So, so that it's quite a lot less complicated than, um, however many different species of animals. Well, it's not we, as many for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is. I'm excited for this because I'm going to be down there to see this, and I can't wait to see because I am a big fan of dance parties at Disney, uh, and this one sounds good. The D- Dino Land Dance Party. The oh, Donald's Dino Bash is right. the official name? Yes. Wow. I really thought about that one, huh? Uh, beginning on May 25th, Donald Scrooge McDuck Launchpad McQuack. Got me swinging. Don't know who that is. What? Who is Launchpad McQuack? You've and what is he seen in? him before. He was in the... the, 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 the uh, what do they call that what? show? I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But he's the, the duck with the aviator costume. You've seen duck him Tales? Yeah, DuckTales. Oh, okay, all right. I didn't know his name was Launchpad McQuack because I've never watched DuckTales. I only know they had a... Uh, hey, listen. I knew everybody else. And others, <laughs> other feathered characters will be on hand in the picture... Um, uh, well, let me finish this. So there's a, a dance music, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they, uh, you're 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 reporting that the rumors are that it's going to be permanent. That this yeah, that's a, the the rumor yeah. that's got permanent addition. Um, the artist rendering that you put up, um, or at least sent to me. I don't know if you've tweeted this or what have you, but um, I'll try to put it on Instagram. The artist rendering it uh, has Chip and Dale in kind of funky dinosaur costumes. Right. It has. Uh, Pluto back there. <laughs> I think that's the only one I see, right? Could be. Yeah, I don't see any of the rest of the of the uh, Fab Five besides Pluto. He's the only other one that's there. So, um, so there's going to be characters other than Launchpad McQuack. So it's important to uh, and Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, and Scrooge McDuck, and 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 I know that uh, my kid's going to love this. So I'm 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 excited for this. All right. You haven't. You, there's no testing or anything that's come out yet. We haven't seen it. No, no, yet. no, no. There's nothing, nothing yet. But uh, it's supposed to late May. It's coming up soon. Coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be going by the time you get there. Absolutely, as you said. absolutely. Uh, for limited time, guests at uh, certain Walt Disney World Resort hotels will be able to enjoy more days with extra hour, extra magic hour to access the most popular experiences at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, I think it, this is going to be every day. Almost. Right? Just about, yeah. There yeah. was a couple of days where it's not, but it's basically extra magic hours in the morning every day until June. What's the date again? Thirtieth, uh, right? Which is when Toy Story Land opens. There you go. Then they won't need those anymore, right. huh? Right. So extra magic hours, uh, Animal Kingdom every morning. Although it doesn't, uh, Kilimanjaro Safari is not on not it, which is very it. strange. Why do you think that is? Not sure because it is on the regularly scheduled, right? Extra magic hours, which is always Saturdays and Monday mornings. Um, so what you have is um, the two Avatar 
rides, right. uh, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, and Triceratops Spin. So not Primeval World either. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a uh, staffing situation. But, uh, probably. Uh, um, so, yeah. I mean, when I was... Um, I mean, Kilimanjaro Safari is, it takes a lot more staff members than the other rides right. that we just mentioned. But go ahead. When I was planning, um, I was looking at my Disney Experience app for my upcoming trip. This was last week. Um, I had said to Mike, you know, I'm going to be staying off property. So I guess the thing to do here is to not go on extra magic hour mornings to any of the park that has them. And But then I started looking and they were listed for literally every day on right. the, the Animal right. Kingdom. So I can't get around that. Well, I mean, it shouldn't really. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, uh, people aren't going to be there every morning. So I would, I, I would guess for this, I would, if they're having extra magic hour morning somewhere else, I'm probably okay at the animal. Probably that's that what I would look at. Yeah, we'll look and see. I don't know what, uh, I don't know what I ended up doing, but I, you I still I, might I, get hosed for uh, Avatar Land stuff. I because no, no matter what day it is, we don't. If go it's on out it. open an hour before you're there, we don't go on any of those. Well, that's your fault. I mean, I I might do well. It's just me and him, and he can't go on, go on the river journey. Yeah, I I could do that, um, but every time I try to go to make a fast pass, I can't. So <laughs> it's June, Mike. It's really busy. So the fast passes are. You know, we went the last couple of times we were there. We went on the river journey. He likes it because there's he thinks there's dogs walking over his head. Whatever those animals are, he thinks they're dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're not dogs. They're not dogs, but he no. thinks they're dogs, so that's fine. Yeah, right. uh, let's see. New costumes. Mike's telling us we got new uh, new threads for the uh, cast Yeah, sort of for the 20th anniversary. So, And you think they're continuing? I believe so. Not just a short-term I doubt Disney an- would spend the money for just a couple of days of costumes. You got some neat stuff in the mail from the 20th anniversary. I was I did. impressed with some of the things they were giving away. I did, yeah. I got some nice stuff a, a listener sent me. There was... Um, the, the the guide map for that day was particularly guide map, beautiful, yep. and, and the <laughs> pins that uh, had uh, they were artistic. Uh, I, yeah. I got the tiger. I believe there was other ones that they were doing yeah. too. Um, Those were the conservation pins, yeah, right? Yeah, the conservation yeah. pins. But they were artistic drawings. They weren't uh, just pictures of a sea turtle or elephant like right. they were before. Yeah, they were more like uh, rendering. Yeah, like yeah, drawings. Were, yeah, yeah. Um, and colorful too. And, and there was a book of some kind, like a little, yeah, like a little guidebook to the party for the planet. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. I can't remember now. But that was really impressed with the with the with the uh the map. It was yeah. gorgeous. I mean heavy stock too. Yeah, heavy stock mm-hmm. and multiple folds out fold outs. It's almost like a it's almost like a frameable piece when you're done with it. Uh, it had like a timeline on one side of like uh things that happened at the Animal Kingdom. It was really, really beautiful. In a related story. Yeah. The they are now printing I didn't put that on here and I should have, but they are now printing the Times Guide with the Animal Guide in one on one sheet. Oh, which, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, less paper being wasted for one thing. Yeah, and you could put it all in one. Does so. the Times Guide include winged encounters yet? Because if it doesn't, I don't give a damn. I don't know. So one way or the other. Sick of that. <laughs> I want to know when the darn show is being played. Put it on the Times Guide. Anyway, uh, let's see. Wilderness Explorers in Dinerland. Now, my son isn't old enough for Wilderness Explorers yet, so I'll throw this one to you. I haven't done it yet. Wilderness Explorers is now doing a thing in Dinoland it didn't before. What is this? Oh, well, I mean, there used to be a an area for the dino um, to, to get the dinosaur badge, which was over by Trilobite. No, it was over by the ice cream stand. Okay. Um, but sort of where, where the crocodile yes, was. Yes, I remember now. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I guess because of the dance party coming they have moved it over to near the entrance queue to the dinosaur ride oh okay so now you're really not going to find it yeah. um because why <laughs> exactly. would it, why would the kids go over there uh okay. looking for the wilderness cool. explorers you're a big wilderness explorers fan aren't you it's fantastic yeah i know i know you i know you enjoy it um when your son's a couple of years older he'll probably get a kick i out of i it. don't disagree right. i'm sure i'm sure that will be the case uh, let's see. Uh, based on a permit filed for construction at 580 Dino Land Drive, whatever yes. that is, uh, might be finally starting construction in the Animal Kingdom location for Club 33. Wow. The address corresponds to the building, the show building for the dinosaur attraction. Uh, contains a corporate lounge originally Old built McDonald's. For McDonald's. Yep, yeah. that which I don't never remember that. I, I I guess there was no reason why I would have been there. But I, where is that? 
It's in the dinosaur. Where is it in the building? How do you I'm access it? Sure. I don't even know. Um, that was back when they originally sponsored the attraction, right? I yeah. Mean, for when it was Countdown to Extinction, it was had their. There's name a lot of these it. lounges that people don't know about. In yeah, various, there's there's one in, there's uh, one in Coral Reef. There's one in Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth. There's one. Yep. In, yeah. It was built for AT and T, I guess. Yes. Exactly. Uh, it would seem that the secret lounge would be in a great location for Club Thirty Three. Um, and we really think this is coming, huh? What Club Thirty Three? It sure is. But why are you so sure? They're already selling it. So we're getting a Club 33. In every park. In Dinosaur. Right. Oh, whether it's Dinosaur or not, I'm not 100% sure. But that seems to be the the hot rumor. At least it was on, uh, uh, I think it was WDWNT, right? News Today? Uh, Perhaps. Yeah. Um, Yes, this is where you got this one from. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you we, think of this? Well, it's better than the original idea, which was sort of taking away part of Tiffin's for it. Well, that was, that was my initial, the initial rumors that I had heard. Well, the initial rumor I heard was that Nomadland was going to be turned into Club Thirty Three, but that was quickly dashed, thankfully. Yeah, the the the, the article that Mike is. Um you know, that pointed us to was, is from WDWNT, WW News Today. Um, and it shows pictures from inside this dinosaur lounge. And it's just, you know, you, you can't really imagine, they'd have to gut this entirely. I mean, it's, it's have not, to redo it's it not nice sure. by any means. I mean, it's a decently nice room, but it's not like a, uh, not fancy, fancy place. So right. if you join Club 33 in Florida, you can get into any of these? Correct. And how much is it going to go? Well, we could play a uh, a game of Dave. Guess how much this costs? So you know. Um, okay, I know, kind of. Okay, so they haven't announced it officially. They yet? haven't announced it officially. However, it's been part of, I guess, sales at the what's the Golden Oaks. Okay. So if you're in Golden Oaks, you can get involved with this. Okay. There's an initial registration cost, and then there are annual dues. Ooh, the initial registration cost is ten thousand dollars. Twenty-five thousand wow. dollars. They really don't want anybody doing what it. What are then, the huh? annual dues? You think? Five thousand a year. Fifteen thousand dollars a year. God. And for that, you can go into that little lounge. <laughs> and is the food free? Oh yeah, I'm sure everything is. I don't, I don't know what. No, I don't know what what's going to be included. But I will tell you. Where the locations will likely be. Okay, other than this one. So that's the rumor for, for there. Um, the They are working on the Adventureland Veranda, which is the building when you first... I remember you telling saying that to me. There's yeah. big construction walls around there, so they believe that that, that is the that. Magic Kingdom one. Okay, that's a good location. The former Catwalk Bar at yeah, Disney's Hollywood still Studios. there vacant. That would make sense. And the Upstairs Lounge at the American Adventure in Epcot, which they sometimes use... For like Disney Visa card holders yeah, during yeah, like yeah, special yeah. events yep, and yep. stuff like that, like uh, food and wine and things like that. Oh man, those are the four rumored locations. These are th- these are the kind of things that that blow me away. I don't know why people. I don't know would, why anybody would spend. F- I don't know why. Tw- somebody, yeah. Well, forty thousand dollars in year one. I don't I, to be able to go into this lounge and do what. I, Not ride a ride, or I, yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, I watch a show, or anything. You get, I assume you get park admission with that forty thousand dollars. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I hope they can at least throw in an annual pass. <laughs> Christ's sake! Um, so, th- so there you go. So that's. The, I mean, that it blows my mind. Um, so that's it for the local news. Besides one we got at the end, right? And I'll hit the uh, world, world news, news time. now. Sure. Wine Bar George, very strange name for a wine bar. Oh, I will read be this, opening yeah. its doors Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday, May nineteenth at yeah. five p.m. From May twentieth, daily service hours will be eleven a.m. to two a.m. You can get reservations there. There's also going to be the basket at Wine Bar George, which will be a quick service window that offers European style sandwiches, whatever that is, cheese, olives, hummus, charcuterie, mm. cookies, and Ooh. wine on tap. They have a special system. That's for, a thing? Yeah, for delving out wine on tap. It's called Vinfinity, uh, whatever. Um, inside, you'll, you'll also be able to get cheeses and small plates and shareable entrees and that kind of stuff right. at Wine Bar George. That's opening soon. It's a very bad name. I don't understand the name. Uh, well, a guy <laughs> named George runs it, so I guess uh, he's a little... What's the word I'm looking for? Vain? Vain, yes. Thank you. 
<laughs> so the pictures from inside of it look, I guess, of course I do reasonable enough. I mean, podcast called Safari Mike's Planet Watch. So you I really do, shouldn't, you uh, do. What I probably criticize. we could just say I name that. Um, but it's it, it looks uh, it looks like your typical sort of yep hipster bar. Yep, pretty much. If you like wine, it's got a big huge wine list. Have at it. And you get cheeses and charcuteries and everything else you'd think you would get with a wine bar. All in one spot. All in one spot. Wine bar, George. What's even, next? Even a walk-up window. <laughs> Coming up on May 27th. $35 glass of wine. <laughs> walk-up window. The upcoming May 27th Star Wars Galactic Nights event at Disney's Hollywood Studios will feature Solo, a Star Wars story-inspired content. Let's hope it's good, folks. First actor, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this name, Junus... Sotamo. <laughs> Good luck. That's who plays, not bad. Who plays Chewbacca in the uh, and Solo will make a special appearance at the event. The event's Star Wars: A Galaxy Far, Far Away presentation will debut some new video from moments from the movie. Although the movie will have been released by this point, right? Um, and the park's nighttime projection show, Star Wars: A Galactic Spectacular, will debut a new action sequence from the film. Wow. Disney will also be teasing more details about the upcoming Star Star Wars Galaxy's Edge during this event. There's a ticketed event. Um, it will feature a panel discussion hosted by actor David Collins with Imagineers Scott Trowbridge, Eric Baker, John Georges, and Margaret Carrison. who will work on uh, we're all working on the um, on the Star Wars Land project. Um, along with construction updates, the panel will provide more more details about the planet Batu and quote. Other surprises, end quote. Whatever that means. Okay. So maybe a few more, <laughs> maybe another piece of concept art or who knows. Something. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. A little, little other yeah. tidbit about the uh, Star Wars yeah. Galaxy's Edge you can bet will be released that night. That's what I'm getting out of that. Probably. Okay, cool. A new signature dining experience is coming to Epcot's Japan Pavilion. That's code for very expensive. Right. It is, it is run by the same company who runs the two other... Uh, places okay. Teppanito and Tokyo Dining. Mitsukushi. Mitsukoshi. Correct. The re- they say the restaurant will draw inspiration from nature and Takumi, which is artisan for in Japanese. So uh, whatever that means. No word on the opening date, but all we know it's going to be signature. And as you say, that means expensive. Expensive. Yeah. The- what is expensive Japanese? Sushi? Uh, I think it'll have stuff like that. I'm sure it'll have some sushi. Hmm. Huh. Cool. The Talking Mickey meet and greet in Town Square uh. Theater at the Magic Kingdom is no more. Yeah, this is, is now this the is an epic fail. I hate to say normal, it. a regular, non-speaking Mickey Mouse. The decision was probably due to a variety of reasons, some being technical difficulties, and sometimes, and I don't believe I by this one, but I heard overall guest confusion since other Mickey characters in the park do not talk. No, to they guests. made that up. They made that up. They made that up. They suspect. Uh, uh, what my suspicion is probably budgetary because apparently, uh, of course, the entertainer contracts for this venue were higher than many other. Venues. And there you go. <laughs> I don't think anybody's walking around going, "Boy, this Mickey talks." Why doesn't the other Mickey right. talk? I mean, that's just made hey, up. Mommy, nonsense. why doesn't this Mickey Mouse talk? That's the other one up, did. It's made up nonsense. It's certainly not something that people are complaining about. I hate to say it, but right. not not enough to make a change that goes backwards. You know, the other thing you could have done is make all the Mickeys talking. Well, that because be doesn't expensive. the Mickey talk in the, in front of the castle? Uh, sure he does. See, so fantastic. He talks there's too. Two. There's three. <laughs> so, how much confusion do we really have? So, uh, speaking of guest complaints, I hate when they I hate when they say stuff like that. It drives me nuts. Speaking of guest complaints, okay, the antics that you would get at Whispering Canyon oh, Cafe are no more as well. It's just you straight up. Um, dinner place. So if you ask for ketchup, they're not going to bring you a hundred different ketchups. Even I heard about this one. People were not happy. Right. And uh, they they say that it's complaints from hotel guests about all the noise or whatever. But um, it has certainly ended. Uh, for a while there, they would give you a card at the end of the table or like a little uh, coaster. And if you wanted to be involved in the antics, you would put it on the green side, if not the red side. So I'm not sure why that wouldn't have cured complaints if you didn't like being, you know, given 50 ketchup bottles or whatever. Uh, I mean, but, it, but for whatever reason, it's over. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna 
be the contrarian here with the Disney fandom, and I, I didn't really care for it. I mean, I, I, not so much that I would go and complain. Uh, you learn pretty quickly from sitting through it that it's a joke. Right. Um, but if you had never, you didn't know what it was, you just thought it was a restaurant and hotel, and then they throw the, you know, the straws at you or whatever it is that they do. Um, I could see how you'd be taken aback by that and how you want to be like, you know what? I just want to talk to my friends and have dinner and please stop yelling at us. Well, then you would flip the little thing over to red. Sure. I get that. Okay. But but I don't know that everybody is aware. See, we kind of get into this... Us Disney folk get into this thing where we think everybody knows. I believe when you're seated, on. they tell you what that little thing is. Well, I, I, they didn't when I was there, but that was years ago. All right, yeah, but they didn't have the okay. card thing, right? So, I, I would have turned the card to red. Okay, personally, fine. me. So I get that. I get why people didn't like it. I don't know why they would not. Why they can't just do what you're saying, other than people just didn't know it was there or what it meant. Um, you know, people don't think they have to read instructions, Mike, when they sit down for <laughs> for dinner. I mean, Again, I would imagine the. Per- I don't know this for a fact. You but hope I would the host would. The host was sitting you. If you want to participate, put it on green. You know, would explain it right. briefly. Uh, it doesn't know. take that much of an explanation. I'm not a fan of this kind of thing in any of the restaurants that do it. It's just not my. Right. Thing. So I, I, I'm not going to miss it. Um, but I understand that. But but I knew enough not to go there. So the people who did like it. You know, are going to be disappointed. That that's that's never good. I my guess they probably have to pay the waiters more because they have to teach them all this stuff. <laughs> they got entertainment car, uh, contracts they, instead of wait. Uh, Mike, wait don't laugh. Them. They may have gotten something <laughs> near that. I don't know. I don't know. Don't laugh. <laughs> What's next? All right, let's talk a little bit about Epcot World Showcase. One of my favorite things about World Showcase are the little museums found throughout different pavilions, right, and too. two of them. Have recently changed. Well, one recently changed. One's about to. Okay. Uh, opening this summer inside the American Adventure Pavilion will be a new. Um, I, I forget what they had there before, but they are putting in. Jeez. Oh, that's the new exhibit's going to be entitled "Creating Tradition, Innovation, and Change in American Indian Art." Oh, nice! And it is in collaboration with the Museum of Indian Arts and Culture in Santa Fe, New Mexico, as well as the Smithsonian's National Museum of the American Indian, which is one of my favorites on the green. So when so when you go into the you know when you're when you're sitting in the rotunda there right. and and you you get called to go to you know walk in and go up the staircase, this museum is right on your right before you get to the mm-hmm. archway to send you out. It's had a lot of, it's rotated things over the right. years. It had a Lincoln thing there for a while. Right. Um, I remember seeing NASA stuff there too at some point I, in time. I, I remember that as well. Yeah, yeah, like um, you know, f- old cameras and you know s- things, just artifacts of all sorts of stuff. So it's, I, I like that. I've always, I always make a point of walking through that. It's usually neat. It's small, um, but bringing in the uh, Native American art is a is a great idea. But you said there was two. Yes, and this one has recently opened. Okay, and what used to be a. What's the word I'm looking for? Tribute to Frozen? Tribute? And sort of displaying <laughs> the insp- the actual Norwegian culture inspiration to Frozen. Right. That has now been replaced by the gods of Nor- Norse gods, basically, exhibit. Uh, Odin and Freya and Thor have like different uh, exhibits dedicated to the Norse gods. Much more interesting as far as I'm concerned. An overall plus... But I can't help but note mm-hmm. <laughs> that the ridiculous attempt to tie Norway into this non-Norwegian film <laughs> is now gone. Like, right. we're not even going to bother with that anymore. <laughs> it's no. back to Norway, except for the ride. The ride is not Norway, but everything else is Norway. So I think that's great. But uh, this is, I, I'm, 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 I will go in this now. I went in before. It wasn't bad. The ex- the exhibit dedicated to Frozen. Yeah, it was pointless. It was fine. It's pointless. No, uh, but it's still the, about but the, but Norway. The Norse gods is, thing is cool. Yeah, that's, that's a little cool. bit more interesting. For like years, it, it was yeah. of course Vikings. Uh-huh. It was the Viking thing, which was very neat. It was, but I mean, it, again, it, it had been there for years. It was so there it was, probably since the opening. Yeah. Oh yeah. I felt was, like it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was what they originally put in there. Yeah. So it was eighty eight, something like that. Eighty nine. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. 
So um, it's good they changed these around. Now Morocco needs a change. It's that's been the same for a long time. Yeah, you're right about that. It's a good one, but they they need There's some to, neat uh, ones in Japan too. In the back of Japan, that Japan's changed. not bad. And China used to be great with the terracotta warriors and stuff, but now it's a dedication to Shanghai Disney. It's stupid. Yeah, the terracotta warriors was awesome. Right, that was it's really they cool. They need to. Uh, if yeah. not bring that back, change the uh, Shanghai Disney out of there and yeah, put some something culturally silly. relevant to China. It's ridiculous. Anyway, what's next? Let's stay with Epcot, Dave. Disney made a small announcement that the space theme, about the space theme restaurant heading to Epcot. This I'm was, excited about. It, There's not many things coming into Epcot that I'm excited about. This I'm excited Guardians about. of the Galaxy is not your thing? No, that's ridiculous that it's going there. <laughs> I can't stand the, uh, the, the very Ratatouille idea. ride over in Paris. The Ratatouille is less nauseating a concept than the other ones, but I still don't want that kind of crap in in the in in the World Showcase. How about the uh, the one rumored one over oh, in no. England? What? I thought you were going to talk about the um, inside. What's the what is the one about the emotion inside out being at uh, taken over from Figment? Uh, no, I've they've talked that. about they've they've right. talked about that. They've talked about putting like some sort of movie attraction of Inside <laughs> Out in the in the the movie. Um, yeah, that's whatever fine. the theater is, that's fine. The, the, where they play the Pixar shorts now. No, Dave, I was going to talk about a Mary Poppins dedicated meet and greet <laughs> in England based on with the new movie coming out. That's this not summer. bad. I mean, if they but Mary Poppins is a classic character, and, and and if they can you know somehow make it look like the classic and not whatever remake. That they do. What stuns me about Disney is they insist on remaking their great movies. Why don't they remake the ones that weren't so great and make them better? Such as? Oliver and Company. Name one. There's a million of them that were kind of dinosaur. (laughs) Why don't you remake the ones that need to be remade? Well, I need to remake Mary Poppins. Or, well, the, or the Beauty and the Beast, or the Jungle I, Book. I don't think Mary Poppins is a remake so much as like a sequel. Well, that's different. I still think uh, it's Jungle Book. Silly. Obviously, they they're big on making live action. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They have the, to give that up. It's not. Yeah, but every time they release one, it makes billions of dollars. Which I don't understand because people just go. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they do just go. <laughs> so what were you anyway? Uh, yeah. Um, it is confirmed that the restaurant will be built between Mission Space and Test Track. For a while there, uh, the r- hot rumor was that the restaurant was going to take over, or at least take part of, the Wonders of Life Pavilion, right. which is actually being worked on now and is not being used, <coughs> which fed the rumor. But uh, Disney confirmed that that is not where the Space mu- uh, Restaurant will be. It's going to be on the other side of Mission Space, tucked in between test track and mission space i like i said i'm excited about this i i i, I can't wait for this to open because this is gonna be neat i uh this is one of the few projects coming out there that i am truly excited about yeah it looks this great one. yeah this it looks really, great. Look, um, really it's neat gonna idea. be <coughs> several hundred uh a fairly large restaurant from what everything is yeah although the bar is only going to seat 12 people which is a small bar so it's really yeah, a okay. restaurant. i get it yeah yeah that's things but, but it's a restaurant. They make the money off. And it's going to be similar in design to Coral Reef. In other words, it'll be layers with right. the, with the window and like stadium seating. Right, stadium seating, so that everybody can get a clear view of the outer space. So we know that we we still don't know what we're doing with Wonders of Life. No, no idea. So probably nothing. Probably <laughs> Black Panther, maybe. Oh, Doctor come Strange. On, come on, come on. <laughs> Sounds like you might need a drink, Dave. Next. If you need a drink, you can go to... See that segue right there? I like that. Go to the Magic Kingdom because now every oh. single sit-down restaurant Yay. in the Magic Kingdom will serve you booze. How long before we have Cinderella's Magic Beer and Wine Festival up and down the streets? Oh, I doubt they'll ever Magic do that. Kingdom. Magic Kingdom has plenty of people. They don't need to bring them in for the yeah, food and right. wine festival. You're right about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's that's Epcot's jam. So this is all the sit down. So so the only ones that didn't until uh, recently were Plaza and the um, Tonys. No, Tonys did. Tonys, you could get Tony's wine for wine. Tonys yeah, for a little while. And uh, uh, Crystal Palace, I couldn't think of the other. Oh, Crystal right, Palace right, right. and Plaza were the last holdouts. They are no longer holdouts for sit down because it was originally the Beauty and the Beast, and then it Beauty and the Beast and Tonys the, was. What about the? Yes, yes. Tony's was right off the bat, I'm sure of it, with, uh, you know, you can get wine or whatever with, there. Okay. As soon as they started doing it at Beauty and the Beast. That makes sense. 
You need sure. that there for sure. Well, yeah, certainly the food doesn't taste good. You might need the... Uh... <laughs> hey, hey. Food's not that bad. <laughs> it's Olive Garden, which is terrible. It's Olive Garden. Yeah, you're right. It is Olive Garden. I'll give you that. It's Olive Garden. Okay. Is there anything else on that? How much do we have here? We have one more story, which okay. really ticks me off is probably too strong of a word. Okay. Um, actually, two more stories. Let me give you the, the this whatever one first. Not the one I was about to go to. Disney's Night of Joy, which uh, was last held in 2017, oh. was its 35th year. It's the Christian rock thing. Yes, yes, yes. It was in the Magic Kingdom for years. They moved it to the ESPN Wide World of Sports a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right. Disney is not doing it anymore. Huh. Um, last year was its last year. Uh, Disney has not offered a reason for discontinuing it. They just haven't said a word about it. Uh, some people are it, huh? guessing that it was operational difficulties in hosting the event, whatever that means. But I'm not sure why. Didn't make enough money. It's all that it ever matters. All it ever I comes guess. down to. It didn't make enough money. I guess. Um, but they moved it over to Wide World of Sports, which was probably its death knell. I yes. Because then you're going way out of the way for this. Way thing, out of the way. way. I mean, they could have moved it to Hollywood Studios or something. Yeah, so like, for you the know, last couple of years, part. it probably wasn't bringing in enough money. No. And no. hence, it's no longer. I wonder why they wanted to get out of that. Maybe it was... Oh, who knows? Well, I Magic, don't want to speculate. I get, Magic you know. Kingdom, uh, uh, forgetting religious yeah. things or anything like that. But for sure, the Magic Kingdom... As we'll get to in a few minutes, uh, just does, doesn't does need not that. right need to add guests for events and things like that. So it made sense, and probably sense to get it, it out of there. Yeah, it makes it more difficult. Yeah. Right um, now, why they put it in the wide world of sports? I'm not sure. Okay, I agree. So, but so it's gone. Dave, if you buy a single day Walt Disney World ticket, a new option might make your trip a little easier. Uh, a new I ticket really is, Mike this new ticket is called the three fast pass plus experiences are selected for you to use cool. the next day and will automatically be linked to your ticket and plus I get my other three that I can put into now, the- tickets are sold with fa- this takes away your the difficulty you will have in trying to schedule your own fast pass pluses there are a variety of fast pass plus groupings to choose from at each park. Although most of the headliners, such as Avatar's Flight of Passage, aren't in any of them. I'll give you a rundown of them. I'll do this quickly. For example, at the Magic Kingdom, there are several different groups you can buy. Okay. For one, it's called, one option is the Fantasyland Classics, where you get fast passes for It's a Small World, Dumbo, and the Mad Tea Party. Why? Okay. Futuristic and Frightful Fun is another one. Oh, no. Here you get Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, Haunted Mansion, Tomorrowland Speedway. Well, those three you could use a Fast Pass for. Uh, I guess. Yes, you can. Sure. If it's busy. But you're yeah. not getting any of the... Where's Snow White's Coaster in any of these? I understand. Uh, I'm not going to do all of them. This is but... absurd. Give the Animal Kingdom one. Okay, let me give you... Um, well, wait, this one just irritates me. <laughs> Epcot. Um, one of their two. Th- these are the two that you can get at Epcot. Okay. Immersive Explorations. All right. Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Okay. You, I mean, Spaceship Earth you could use, I guess, but the other two. Delightful Encounters, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, okay. Journey into Imagination. You don't need any of those. You don't need any of them. Wait a minute. Does this cost more than no. a normal ticket? Okay. No. It's just an option you can do. But as you can see, what they're attempting to do is the... Sucker people into going on rides that they that, don't... That, that, that don't fill up. Right? right. They're the fast passes that don't fill up. That's absurd. They're suckering people who don't know better. Animal Kingdom ones. Throw them at us. You sure you want this? Yeah, I do. There are two that I have here. One is called the Prehistoric and Whitewater Thrills. I think you can guess what's on there. I can. Dinosaur, Cali River, Primeval Whirl. Dinosaur. You can use those, but you're not getting any yeah. of the Avatar. You're not getting Kilimanjaro's Forest. But all you're not three of Everest. at least those, as opposed to the Epcot ones, the you could use those for fast, fast pass. Sure. And be happy with your day. The other one is ridiculous. Wild Performances. Oh, Festival man. of the Lion King, Finding Nemo. It's tough to be a bug. You don't need one for any of them. You don't need it for any of them. Those are big stage shows. 
sometimes you might be better off getting one for for Festival of Lion King if it's really busy. I mean, maybe yeah, Christmas Eve, maybe. But, just, I mean, just no, 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 because you summer. can come in late and just walk in and you okay, sit down, you know, it's fine. It's just a little more convenient. But the other two, ridiculous, ridiculous. You don't need them for any at any point in time. You don't Certain. need them. I won't even get into the. Ridiculous! No, no, no! Don't bother. Hollywood Studios. So I mean, what they had a saying, similar one was all all the stage show things. So Safari Mike's tip: Don't buy this. This is stupid. <laughs> this is this stupid. is a way to sucker, like you were saying, sucker, S- trick people. Into I don't going want to say trick igno- people, ignorant guests. No, but ones who didn't yeah. do their research, trick new guests into not going on things, which I don't understand why they would want to do that. Why do they want people coming out saying I didn't get to go on anything I liked? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I just saw the stage shows. It doesn't make any sense. Why right. would you want to walk? Why would you want a guest walking through Animal Kingdom, not getting to go on any of the rides that everybody likes? Right. It just seems so. But there are people out silly there and so who, pointless. You know, obviously don't listen to this show, or else right. They're they're doing research and know Disney. Who do, who show up for the one time in their lives to bring their kids to Disney World? You got to bring kids to Disney World once in their lives. That's right. I mean, I could still remember the time I was at Kadani, and the guy next to me checking in was like trying to get his fast passes for the next day, and he had no clue what any of the rides were. And the right. woman was trying to help him, and oh, I'm sorry, no, Soren is all booked up. Well, because he right. had like a list that obviously his kid or whatever said, "Let's go on these," and he didn't know well enough to get him 60 days in advance. Right. And it, this is what the, that's appealing to uh, those kinds of guests who. You know, I feel bad for it. Yeah, anyway. I hate this. I hate when they do stuff like this. It drives me insane. And then I'll get a review on um, iTunes <laughs> saying I'm negative because they try. To, I'm I'm the negative one, but they you pull are. this You're crap. Very negative, but they pull this crap, <laughs> and I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm just supposed to say, "Oh, it's wonderful." Um, okay, one more story. Okay, it's your favorite story. It's your favorite time of it the year. Is. The themed entertainment association published its 2017 theme park index global attractions attendance report. That's a mouthful. It is. It is an estimate of attendance um, for all of the theme parks in the world. In the world. Number one again. This is for 2017. For 2017. Number one yet again is the Magic Kingdom. Which has moved uh, is at a 0.3% more. It's up to 20.4 million people per year. Disneyland is, again, number two. Number three is Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Number four is Universal Studios Japan. Number five, right behind that, is Tokyo Disney Sea at 13.5 million. Now, here's where we get to the fun part. For years, Dave, you have loved the fact that Disney's Animal Kingdom always eked out ahead of Disney's Hollywood Studios. It, it ain't eking anymore. <laughs> not only is it not eking out Disney's Hollywood Studios, who, who by the way, uh, was the only Disney theme park to negative, yep. negative uh, growth in uh, right. theme park attendance, and it's dropped to number nine. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom has leapfrogged Epcot. With twelve and a half million visitors, it grew. It grew uh, over fifteen percent attendance. Fifteen percent. Epcot had a four percent growth, but still, Disney's Animal Kingdom jumped over it yep. to um, to twelve and a half million. I can only assume that Pandora, which opened in late May, yeah, only half the year. Yeah, just about a little bit more, seven yeah. months of the year. Yeah, um, that's got to be the Crazy. key reason. Behind. Uh, has to be. And yeah. I mean, we've all seen the crowds at yeah, the Pandora. So, um, oddly enough, the water parks, Typhoon Lagoon saw a 5% decrease in attendance, and Blizzard Beach saw a 7% decline. I can only assume that's because Universal Studios opened their own mm. water theme park this year, Volcano Bay. Anyway, your thoughts about Animal Kingdom? Uh, well, there's a bunch of things to say. I mean, I, it, it, is the, it is now the second most attended theme park in the United States. Uh, correct. Uh, no. no, no, the third, third most attended theme park in the United States. It's the second in, in right. Walt Disney World. You got the Magic Kingdom, second you got Florida. Disneyland, and then you got the Animal Kingdom. Uh, every other theme park in the U.S., uh, whether it be Universal or Six Flags or whatever it might be, are all behind the Animal Kingdom now, including, um, including Universal Studios. 
um, which is getting very close to overtaking the Hollywood studios. Yeah. And I can't believe it hasn't. You know, it's hard to believe that it hasn't. After it's only like a half a million behind it. Yeah, it's getting through a it's couple of percentage points. Yeah, uh, we all know that the whatever chance it has to, it better overtake it in 2018 because come 2019, it's when all a with. certain yeah Star Wars land opens. Yeah. It's game set and match for Universal yeah. Studios and uh, the uh, yeah. attendance. Hollywood Studios will be at like number four or something yeah, like Hollywood, that. <laughs> Hollywood Studios will likely leapfrog both. Epcot and Animal Kingdom on this list, I would venture to guess. I am forever stunned with how well the Japanese parks do in attendance. I mean, the numbers that they're bringing in Mm -hmm. are are mind-boggling. I mean, even Universal Studios in Japan at 15 million people, uh, you know, as opposed to Animal Kingdom, which is 12 and a half. It's two and a half million more people attended that park. Yeah, but still, it's no Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom was... I mean, Magic Kingdom... No, it's no Magic Kingdom, but it's... it's, Doubles Hollywood Studios, but... But but you have yeah I mean you have the you have the two original Disney parks you know in the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland sure. and the Magic Kingdom and then you have just all these Japanese parks or the next so I just didn't realize that they were that busy in that you know it must be difficult to get in there sometimes at <laughs> certain times of the year but uh, I I mean we can't you know it's hard to argue against Pandora now I mean this is a big number I mean huge they, number they're, huge game they're floating around the ten million mark. Um, for years, I was looking back at this mm-hmm. for a while, you know, and and it's been a few years since the Hollywood Studios was in the in the game, you know, um, as far as uh, over the Animal Kingdom. It's been it's been a little while yet, um, but the Animal Kingdom, you know, going back to uh, 2014, we're talking 10 million, you know, 10 right. million 400 people. So so it's a it's, I mean, two million is a one incredible number. I mean, that's it's a lot more people. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of bank. That's a lot of money. And and and, I mean, I guess I guess it brought the folks. Yeah. What I do mean, we say? I mean, it's it, it. I mean, by going by the it's, I mean, again, it's an estimate. Um, but it's not like you see a big decrease in the other parks. I mean, not Ep- at all. Epcot and Magic Kingdom grew. Hollywood Studios dropped a little. Yes, it did. So it's not like it did. Drop Pandora ate gobbled up guests who would have ordinarily gone to. It's not like you saw like a four percent decrease in Epcot and a three percent decrease in Hollywood Studios. Then you could sort of say, well, it's just shuffling or, or, people around, right? Or anything else. So, so the right. top, so the top five that Mike named, that the, you know, um, they all increased less than three percent. Right. Epcot had a good year. So it did better than any of the top five as far as increases go by Mm -hmm. increasing at 4%, uh, 4.2. But the Animal Kingdom increasing at 15%. Right. Other than Shanghai Disney, which went from nothing to, you know, 11 million, um, it is the only one in the top 10 that increased that much. Shanghai Disney might have opened in the middle of 2016. It did. So, okay. so it only has half of its. So it went from you know it, it increased almost a hundred percent because it went from half attendance right. to full attendance. Right, right. Um, so throwing that aside, yeah, it um, doesn't really count. It, that doesn't really count. It is the only one that has that. So you're really looking at a palpable and calculable right change from one thing to the other. Now, that number of twelve million five hundred is not going to go down next year. For 2017, uh, I wouldn't think. You mean in 2018? In, in 2018, yeah. For, I wouldn't think Probably because not. you're doubling the amount of time with Pandora. Um, so that's a, yes, that's but you're also figure. getting Toy Story Land and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how I that affects. Would, I don't things. think either one of us were surprised that it overtook um, Hollywood Studios. Well, it I did think a few we, years ago, right? When it did a few years ago. Um, but I think you and I were both kind of shocked that it overtook Epcot. Yeah, I was a little shocked. Because we, Mike, Mike, you mention this all the time. Mike always talks about how they've turned Epcot into this festival thing. And, and they pack them in for that. They pack, pack them in, in for these locals on days. I mean, you go there in January and you can't, you can't walk around the promenade on a Saturday night because they've got some festival yeah, going on. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy town. So uh, the fact that Animal Kingdom's bringing in that many people is just... I mean, it's 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 amazing. Yep. Now we just like you said, we got to see what happens when we get to Star Wars and well, what that's kind gonna of be a game changer. Yeah, Absolutely. what kind of change that makes 
in these numbers and if people are shifting sideways because as mike pointed out before you know we're still seeing increases so we're not losing attendance at other parks for the animal kingdom people obviously came to the go to the animal kingdom this year locals came out for yeah, this, absolutely you know and uh let's see if they stay who knows i wonder what the cause of the four percent increase at epcot is because epcot's uh, kind of a mess <laughs> epcot is kind of a mess they could they, it be, I mean, they they added that new festival last they, year. Yeah, there was the festival length. Well, first of all, food and wine was they added like two weeks to it. Mm. It was much longer. The arts thing was full yeah. full time now instead of just a couple That's weekends. Right. That's right. So That's maybe right. that That's had right. something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, those things really. But food and wine went from what like seventy five days to ninety or something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's a decent increase. So, wow. I mean, uh, this is. Uh, we, I can't help but think about when we started this show and started this the started jomboeveryone.com that we did so partially because we hated the way uh, most podcasters at Disney talked about the Animal Kingdom at the time. And I think Mike mentioned, I think you mentioned this in the last show or maybe a show before that, mm-hmm. you know, nobody back then would say it was our, that was their favorite part. Right. No one. If you listen to all of the Disney sh- uh, shows, Nobody said that except us and the hipsters. <laughs> right. They were the only. T- now it's all you hear. I mean, people are in love with it. I guess Pandora, you know, brought them in and then they saw the rest of the park for what it is. So congratulations to Rody because that's a, it's a heck of a job. Um, I really think they just got to like hand over Imagineering to that man and just let him do all these things. Uh, Benny, he wouldn't put Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot probably. Well, he put it in... Uh- <laughs> He put it in um, DCA. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's in charge of the Marvel stuff. Yeah, but DCA is it's not, it's not Epcot. It's not no, it's thing. not. It's not the same thing. You put anything you want in there. It's just the studios park. It's just a, it's just it's all it is, Mike. Right? It's just a <laughs> no. It's not. It's better. It's better than that. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's just a. It's just another. It doesn't really have now. It doesn't really have a cohesive story behind it well they've kind of diluted the california to it now right so uh, now there's gonna be a marvel land in there now right so we're we're into hollywood studios territory where we sort of where we once or even epcot territory now where we once had a backstory and something that tied the park all together bob Iger ip lands that's all it is so that's it i guess that's it all right so you are all caught up if you have any comments or questions Find Mike on Twitter at Jombo Everyone. Uh, you can try me at Radio Harambe. Your best bet to get me is Jombo Everyone at gmail.com. Don't forget to visit our Instagram site. We are actually Disney's Animal Kingdom. You'll find us right there. Uh, and go to our website, jomboeveryone.com. Mike posts some news there every once in a while. We're still using that occasionally, though uh, we have really kind of turned it over to the social media here at this point, like everybody else has. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, Quaharini, go well. And for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who do you?